Well, Blow Me Down is, if you're listening, one person's mission to force your friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. Hey, Heather. (laughs) I don't know why that really threw me. Hey, Ramsey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ramsey. You're Heather. I am. How are you? I'm good. Um, Just trying out my Popeye opening. Popeye the movie? Mm, It is great. I was thinking I had the cartoon character in my head, but Mm -hmm. you know what? Popeye the movie rules. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I made Heather watch it at one point. I and, liked uh, every, the thing I enjoyed most was learning about the set of Popeye and the insanity of that. It was producing Popeye the movie. I just yeah, really enjoyed that element. It's of an it. insane thing that exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, that feels like a lifetime ago. Cause we did that in person. <laughs> yes, we did. That is true indoors even <laughs> <laughs> just breathing air without even thinking about Ooh, it taking it for granted wow. uh, <laughs> kind of, maybe maybe even mad that we were hanging out as long as we were why is this movie still going uh, one yeah, of us like, may have thought uh, yeah like let's uh, let's go be in different spaces far away from our friends um you know. related to that is the uh album in quotes that we're gonna do today uh so I felt really lazy this morning and didn't want to do a full bands album. Actually, I don't know if it was lazy. I just like couldn't settle on one that I felt in the mood to do, which I think has kind of been how I've been feeling for a lot of, uh, the, as I'm calling this playlist, quarantine summer. I feel mm-hmm. like I have not really wanted to take in a lot of uh, new information. I feel tired all the time. It is definitely... I would say the weirdest summer of my life. Don't know how you feel about that, Ramsey. Um, yeah. I okay, agree. great. Um, so I wanted to do a quarantine summer playlist of what we've been listening to. Okay, so what I did, I, I don't know, you'll have to speak to what your songs were. What I did was songs that I've been listening to in quarantine summer because it's a different vibe than a normal summer playlist to me. That is true. Um We've talked on a previous episode about what I've been doing music wise for quarantine, mm-hmm. uh, which is just like going blasting through different discographies, yep. which is uh, trademark. That's a Ramsey S original phrase. Blasting uh, through. <laughs> yep. No, blasting through discographies. It's the oh, okay. Thing. Okay. Um, so I kind of picked just sort of standout single tracks that I've enjoyed. Okay. I love that. Perfect. Um, but so these are the song, the song, individual songs also that you've been blasting through during quarantine. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> okay, great. Um, yeah, so we can just kind of dive in, I think, and I can kind of, we can kind of talk, speak to them as we go through that work okay. for you. That sounds lovely to me. Oh, I just itched my back and it's so sunburnt and I want to cry. So please hold on a second. Okay. Uh, uh, if you want to cry, I can ooh, either okay. cut it out or. Okay. Sample it into a song. <laughs> yeah, sample it into a song. Feels of right for this podcast. Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> I went to the beach yesterday. You know, uh, socially distanced, very far away from people. Which honestly, I'll play the song in a minute. But having to socially distance at the beach is my ideal beach situation. So sure. I'm honestly loving the beach during COVID because I want everyone to be this far away from me all the time. And you got a car. So and like, I got a car, can... so I can go whenever. Yeah. Actually, the beach was dead yesterday. It was great. Um, you, are oh, you an early yeah. beach person? Do you go like first early, thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. First thing in the morning. I like to be home by four. I like it. 
yeah, get up and go eat, eat my breakfast and route to the beach and then beach and get the fuck out. Yep. Uh, Cause to, also to be fair, I'm um, incredibly Irish and I burn after one hour. So uh, <laughs> I just turn into a crab and then uh, one large freckle by the end of the summer. Um, <laughs> all right. So this song you may recognize because I used it as a rude test song when we were testing audio earlier yeah, today. I'm I'm gripping um, the desk. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> How are your levels? Um, also, actually, tell me if your levels are too high. But so I think we're good. Okay, so this is the band Origami Angel. I don't know. I think we may have talked about them on an episode at some point, either a mini episode or of a various artists episode. But um, I I really love this band and I've loved them for most of this year, I guess. But I got really into this song at like the beginning of quarantine and I just haven't stopped listening to it since then. Um, it's, so I'm trying to pull up the lyrics right now. So the name of this is Skeleton Capes. But like, I was listening to this so much at the beginning of COVID that it's kind of funny to me now because the first chorus is crazy. Or not, not the first chorus, the first verse is overwhelming thought of being on my own for two weeks straight without the sight of you around. Overwhelming thought of if this lasts forever, uh, if you'll find ways to remember me somehow, which in retrospect is very funny that this is the song I was obsessed with. <laughs> Yeah, and not even, like, right now in quarantine, but you were at this stage immediately. Immediately. Uh, But it was really just because I was, like, very into this album, and then I just, like, this is definitely one of my favorite songs on the album. But that first verse being that first verse is very funny to me now. I don't remember Origami Angel coming up before. I really like that band name, first of all. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then early in COVID, I had fucking tickets to see them that obviously I got refunded from, and I was Oops. very sad about it. Um, I think R- actually we are now, probably when this album is out, I'm finally at the point of COVID where I no longer had anything planned this mm-hmm. far into the year. Like I was still getting refunds from concert tickets and like, trips you know like whatever i'm now at the point where i had nothing i have nothing else planned for the rest of the year that was already planned i was supposed to be in norway this week but after that point i'm I'm out of plans fair do you remember when we got refunded for a concert (laughs) like two weeks ago that was supposed to happen two months prior yeah, that took a very long time. That was weird. It also, I've been refunded for so many concerts. I think I told someone this yesterday, but I've been refunded for so many concerts that one of my credit card balances is negative. That's awesome. Like, they, and because because I'm getting refunded so much later, like now the credit card company owes me money. I love it. I charge them very high interest rate. You should. Um, Ramsey, my pick. Yeah, I love this song. Uh, this is the unicorns, and I don't remember why. Um, but just all of a sudden, I remembered this song. It's funny because this is a very summer song to me, but summer of two thousand like seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I associate this one with college yeah. when it was introduced to me. Um, yeah, I, that opening drum beat is so distinctive, and the fact yeah. that there's no other instruments that if I hear another drum beat that's similar to it, which isn't hard, yeah. it's just bump, 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 yeah. it, it then puts this song into my head. Fair. I love this song so much. Do you listen to other unicorns? Because this is really the only unicorn song I listen to. Uh, yeah, I've I've listened to. They basically have one other album. Oh, okay. And it was, I think, self-released, and it has a lot of crossover with this album. Um, yeah, they broke up right after this album, and two of them became islands. Oh, right. Okay. And then one of them quit after an album and then came back two albums later and then quit again. Great. Love it. <laughs> yep. They just, it, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. They're like, we're done now. We tried. Yeah. We already, we tried. Um, yeah. This is just a fun song. I ended up writing it up for my positivity newsletter. That's how into it I got. I did, I did see you do that. Yeah. When dreaming. I forgot this is part of the song. <laughs> it's got like a it's thriller like Vincent, break there. Yeah, it's like Vincent Price. We like there. there, alive and sure. Yeah, it's I, just it, such a happy, nice song. Yeah, it, it reminds me of like a like the monkeys singing a song about being the monkeys. Yes, very much so. It also, it's also even funnier to me though because like no one knew who they were. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's also like the song seems to indicate they are that they are actual unicorns. Also, oh right, they are unicorn members of this yeah. band. We're more than horses. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess by definition. I love it. That's it. That's the song. But was that lyric? And were people too? Nope. That's oh, right. Okay. Um, okay, so next up for me is this Phoebe Bridgers song, mm. which I love Phoebe Bridgers so much. I'm sure we've gone over that on the podcast. And frankly, this album coming out in the middle of COVID is uh, rude as hell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, as because you I can't w- see her, that but also as though I wasn't already sad enough. Um, oh, I see. Like, let's get sadder. Um, I love this album so much, but I honestly think I haven't listened to it as much as I normally would have because I'm stuck in my house and Mm. I'm like, don't want to get that depressed. Like, not that it's a completely depressing album, but like, it's obviously a very emotional album. Um, I mean, I think the last song is called The End and is about the apocalypse, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh... Is this... Hold on, I need to now look at the lyrics for this song while we're doing this. Because I actually kind of don't even know why exactly why I picked this one. I just love... I mean, honestly, I don't know. I could have picked any fucking song on this album. So the, the name of this one is I See You, The Letters. But the, it changed. It used to be I see you, but I oh. I don't know. It, I don't know what happened. Um, are you saying like when this album came out, it had a different title? 
Yes. My but wife I, owns I, the vinyl. I wonder what it oh, says. Cool. I was just going to say, I want to see what it was on the vinyl because it changed. Interesting. Do you want to hold on for one second? Yeah. You keep talking. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just start to our listeners because I think this song has quite possibly the greatest drag uh, I've ever heard, which that I need to find the lyric, which is like, I used to let you up, but now I can't even get you to play the drums. I don't know why I think it's an incredible drag. I'm back. <laughs> I, I can hear you coming back. Oh, cool. <laughs> All I did was talk to the listeners while you were gone about how I think the greatest drag of, like, on this album is I used to let you up, now I can't even get you to play the drums. I don't know why, oh, wow. but I feel like it's an incredible drag. Uh, it is the letters on the vinyl. Okay, cool. So I wonder if it was just titled wrong somehow on Spotify or whatever. She uh, she called Spotify and was giving them the track names. Yeah, and they misunderstood. Yep. <laughs> um, I haven't listened to Phoebe Bridgers before this album. Oh, wow, really? Okay. Other, I probably heard some tracks coming from the bathroom while my wife was in. <laughs> playing music in the shower or something yeah um okay well then continue <laughs> uh, I <laughs> this this track on there. although this is so funny though um of the two different tracks that you and i picked from this album <laughs> because this I, is by far the happiest song on this album <laughs> i had not that hadn't dawned on me but that's very funny <laughs> I do love this one though too. So the first, uh, the first Phoebe Bridger song that I was aware of and heard was when she performed this live on Jimmy Kimmel, and I think you texted Mo to watch it. Oh uh, yeah. And this I one is was, so good. I, I like this song. It's super catchy, um, and I'm obsessed with whatever instrument it was that she was playing, uh, sitting in her bathtub live on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh. It was like a, an electronic, almost like harp sort of thing, where she would kind of hit the strings of it. Oh, cool. Strings in quote. Yeah. But that soaring chorus, I just really love when she hits those high notes. I don't, although this song is still about something very depressing. Yeah. <laughs> like... The first verse is like being uh, literally on a day off in Kyoto. And then this part is like, it's like, it cost me a dollar a minute to tell me you're getting sober. Like, brutal. Yeah. You are more of a lyrics person than I am. Very much. Uh, So from the little, like I haven't sat down and followed along with the record. But I, I kind of got like, is this some sort of breakup happening over, what, like long distance breakup? This song? Yeah. Um. Yes. Like, I don't know if it's a breakup or, I mean, actually, hold on. There's a thing on Genius right here about um, what the artist said about this song. Like, it is about being out on tour and like being home and it being weird. Like, that part I knew. Um. Scrolling through. Yeah, so I I think it's generally just that. Um, because, yeah, the first verse is about, like, being on tour and then hearing from someone back home and it kind of sucking. 
And then the right. second verse is about being at home and it being kind of mundane and boring, you know, like, yeah. Got horns. Yes. <laughs> Can't go wrong. That was the Phoebe Bridger section of our episode. Uh, uh, we'll get back to it in a minute, but okay. Also, I didn't want to say anything crazy, but like the first few times I read the lyrics about this, I felt like it was about like a shitty alcoholic parent because, mm. because of the, like you called to tell me you're getting sober. And then in the second verse, it's like, um, stared at the chemtrails with my little brother. He said, you called on his birthday. You were off by like 10 days, but now there's another lyric, um, about how she is estranged from her father. And like one of the lyrics, maybe a reference to it. So I don't think I made that up. Interesting. And we're not going to play this whole song for the record. <laughs> is this a long one? No, it's just a Taylor Swift song and I don't want to get sued. Oh, understood. Um, so we'll just pause it for a minute because <laughs> uh, I couldn't not do a Taylor Swift song because I've been fucking obsessed with this playlist or this album. Um, but I think she's probably super fucking litigious. Um, if you haven't listened to Folklore, you should. It's like a Venn diagram of things I love. Um, the national and Taylor Swift and pop music. Um, but that song in particular, I really love. Have you gotten into that album at all, Ramsey? I've only listened to... I realize now that I put it on um, while I was driving somewhere, and so I only heard the length of one car trip. Uh, oh, I think I, I think it like the first four tracks or so, and then I, I mean, forgot about it. It's a kind of long album. I don't know what songs I would cut though, but that one is called uh, "The Last Great American Dynasty," which I feel like would be interesting to you. It's about this heiress, Rebecca Harkness, who married. Um, well, she had multiple husbands, but one of her husbands was the heir to Standard Oil, and she was just like this eccentric heiress. And um, Taylor Swift bought her old mansion in Rhode Island. Hmm. Um, just an interesting story, but I've just been very obsessed with that album. I remembered hearing that song. I remembered Standard Oil being mentioned yeah. and it being kind of more of a story song surprised yeah. me. Yeah. Um, but I didn't do the research. Yeah, I'm going to have to re-listen to that song. It's cool. It's it's very interesting. And she was like, she, like, the woman that the song is about was crazy. Like, i not saying it in, like, I don't know if she was actually, like, crazy, crazy, but she was like, she was a dancer and she wanted, um, I forget what dance company, but some dance company, to, she wanted to give them a large donation so they would rename it after her. And when they said no, she just made her own dance company. Huh. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, that album has been played a lot in my quarantine summer. Uh, <laughs> that story is very similar to how I started Ramsey's Harvard College. What? They oh. wouldn't rename I understand. <laughs> Sorry, my I was way too slow on that joke. It was pretty stupid. But uh, totally fine. <laughs> All right. Next up is your track. Started at the schools and you summoned by the schools. Yeah, I just want to listen to it. It's uh, <laughs> this is this, right? the Sloppy Boys. Incredible. And uh, yeah, their new album, Paradiso, is maybe the funniest album cover I've seen in a very long time. Everyone Google it. Yep. And uh, yeah, this this song is uh, directed to a, a rich woman and uh, just the band begging them to please uh, be given some money. 
Fair enough. The Slappy Boys show at the Bell House was so fun last year. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Two fisted punch of sloppy boys and don't stop or we'll die. What a great so show! Good. Is this is your favorite song on the album? Uh, my favorite song is uh, called College Night, but it's like seven minutes, so I didn't want to sure. put that one on. Uh, SUNY gets name checked in it, by the way, in the College Night. <laughs> at the very least, put us on well, uh, there. At, at least a couple of them all went to school. That's about how how sad the deans are when uh, the seniors graduate. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> The Sloppy Boys have been doing a weekly Zoom hangout, uh-huh. and uh, they revealed, I think it was this song, that at one point uh, they sang a what? That was inspired by the uh, boss elf from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> um, I apologize to everyone for this immediately. Um so the thing that's really been getting me through uh, quarantine is TikTok. Uh, hmm. This song is by a famous TikTok kid. Oh, really? We're already at that phase where there's album deals? Oh, yes. And do you want to know who's producing this album? Travis Barker from Blink-182. <laughs> okay. Okay. So there's a lot of layers to this one. Um, so this kid is Jaden Hostler. Um, this he goes by JXDN, Jaden. Mm. Um, but like, mm. listen to this song. I love this shit. Are you <laughs> yeah, this, kidding me? This does sound like if Blink when he was making music, uh, like if they were just starting right now. Travis is drumming on this song. <laughs> does he do a lot of producing? Uh, don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, couldn't tell you. I think I think he's doing a little bit more of it now, but um, I don't really know to be honest. Um, this kid though, he used to be a member of Sway LA, which was a TikTok house. Um, oh, I think I think you're talking about that. TikTokers live together. There's another one called Pipe House. Uh, there's probably several. Those are just the only two I know because I'm in my 30s. <laughs> Um, but he got kicked out of Sway, uh, I think because he got caught with drugs or something. He got arrested, maybe. Um, I don't exactly remember. Who runs the house that can kick you out? Their management company. Uh. Uh, that's me presuming. Um, I'm assuming their management, because I'm assuming they're all managed by the same group and they get the house for them based on my familiarity with like how esports houses work which I, right. I don't know if it's the same, but like it might be that's my guess I don't fucking know <laughs> yep uh, that was it and I love it <laughs> is it a full album or is it just a single he has like four songs and they all have several million plays on Spotify wow. he doesn't even have a full album yet it's insane do they uh do they get used on TikTok a lot in other people's songs now or videos? I I'm sure 
some do, but I have a feeling that it's probably like people who are fans of them versus like their like peers who are like the same level of creator as they are. You know what Got I mean? It. That almost feels like a weird football. Like I bet their friends do sometimes. Like I've seen him use his own songs. Um, but yeah, oh, I'm looking now. That song has 7 million plays. His two songs that came out earlier have 36 and 29 million plays respectively. Oh my God. Uh-huh. He has four songs. Three. Oh my God. Three songs. Yep. Oh, we're power to him. That's impressive. I he's probably 16. It's insane. Oh, Wow. Go on. <laughs> uh, you'll never believe that this song from the '60s was added by me. <laughs> uh, despite being a big old Beatles freak, uh, I never really listened to George Harrison solo, including his massive uh, "All Things Must Pass" album. And so I finally sat down and did it, and discovered there were a bunch of great songs on there that I'd never heard before. And this was one that stood out to me. Fair enough. Uh, at one point, he sings, Take care, beware. And until I looked up the lyrics, I was hearing it as, Take care, weary. Wait, you were hearing it as, What? Say this again? Take care, weary. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Alright. Uh, unfortunately, that's about all I have to say about this song. <laughs> uh, right. It's a good jam. Uh, and hey, everybody, do take care wary out there right now. Yeah, do, do take care wary. <laughs> we can skip the rest of the song if you'd like. Sure. Because I'm just in a huge hurry to also admit to everyone that I've really been into a Machine Gun Kelly song. Um, for the listeners who aren't cool, who's Machine Gun Kelly? Okay. Machine Gun Kelly, most recently famous for now dating Megan Fox, um, Mm. he is, uh, as, uh, as Wikipedia would describe him, probably an American rapper. Um, but what you might notice is this is not a rap song. I did notice that when you said that. Uh... So, Machine Gun Kelly is like, if you've been a rapper for a while, I'm not honestly super fucking familiar with his career because that's not my shit. But he's always been like kind of friends with punk dudes. Uh, he's like covered in tattoos, like bleach blonde hair, whatever. But he released this song with Travis Barker. <laughs> I'm having a big bling summer, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, Travis, I believe, is drumming on this song. Let me click on the credits, which is how someone got me to fucking listen to it, Alex Mason. And then, oh, this he this song was written by and produced by Travis Barker. Wow. So, also, Machine Gun Kelly is on Bad Boy. That's very funny. Anyways, um, yeah, and I hate that I love this song as much as I do, but it gets stuck in my head, and it is a fucking summer jam, and I love it. Here's, here's a question for you. Yes, if, when I hear somebody from the rock world try out doing rap for a song. Oh no, very bad. Yeah. So as somebody who listens to a lot of punk, how does Machine Gun Kelly fare here? Well, I would, okay. I don't think this is really a punk song so much as like 
like a pop rock jam, I would say. Yeah. But I think it's a good song. I mean, it's like, okay. Let me qualify good. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good song. I just like it. Yeah. It's just, it's catchy. This part is not, is kind of weird, but I love it and I don't care. Because gang vocals or just a weird effect? I don't think it's gang vocals. I think it's layered. Okay. Um, I obviously know you can't really get the nuance via, via the being compressed through the internet is sent to you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just a fucking jam and I love it and I'm sorry about it. <laughs> I don't think you need to apologize. That's great. But I feel like I like did start, I got through the like funk of not leaving the house. I can kind of leave the house now. But it's still not real summer, but at least I can get some summer vibes. Like, I feel like that's where I went with my my quarantine summer playlist. <laughs> like, I can enjoy being outside, but I still got to have my mask on. Yeah. It's it's a summer of compromising. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's a jam. Does he have a British accent? Am I making that up? Mm. Mm. I mean, he is not British, but there might be okay. a like. It wouldn't surprise me if there was a British accent, but that's it's not. He's he's American. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk on. about this? why on. you picked this one? <laughs> yeah, why I picked this one? Uh huh. Go on. Uh. So, I, like most people, I'm not going outside at night. So my wife and I have been watching all of the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, I forgot that. Okay, yes. And uh, Enya does a song in the first Lord of the Rings one. And uh, you know what? I've been listening to a lot of Enya as a result. Interesting. Enya's, just like a greatest hits are like, this is Enya on Spotify. Uh, they're just like nice to put on in the background. They're very calming. I believe um, it. But... I have a lot of time on my hands. I'm sending you a quick link. Okay. This is the uh, the genius page for Enya's May It Be, the song you're hearing right now. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay. So, um, the chorus of this song has some Elvish in it. Excuse you? Um, it's, it's written in Kenya, which is the Elvish, one of the Elvish languages devised by J.R.R. Tolkien. Okay. So if you could scroll to the chorus. Yep, I clicked on uh, the phrase "morni." Uh, I can't even. Please go on. It's "mornier u tulier." First. Okay. Can you Thank click you. on where it says two contributors? Oh no. <laughs> okay. Great. I... So you're really on one this summer, is what you're doing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, so Heather clicked and saw that I contributed the translation. Uh-huh. I, I'm not really on one. It didn't take a lot of work, but I I was listening to this song. I heard that there was a different language in it. I went to Genius to fi- figure out what is she saying, and there was no annotation. So I tracked it down, and I put it there. Well, and you got a lot of points for it, it looks like. Oh, I got so many Genius points on that. Yeah. Uh... I've never contributed to Genius. I don't even think I have an account. This other person, they got they got nothing. Uh, so, yeah. What did they? 
oh, they accepted it? I don't know how genius annotations work. I, I think there was a slight edit to what I typed. They got, yeah, they get 3% of the credit. I see. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I get why it's soothing. I get why it's nice background music. It makes complete sense. Yeah, it's like I'm at a spa. It is funny, though, that what is soothing your brain is this, and what is soothing my brain is a 17-year-old TikTok song. (laughs) I mean, just like how we pick different Phoebe Bridger songs. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. We're both weird for our choices. It's true. Yeah, we definitely don't need to play this one out. Thank you, Anya. Enjoy your castle in Ireland. Okay. Well, we're going to take a sharp right turn here to my final song, which um, I've been very into. And uh, uh, my friend made me a playlist called Hip Hop Heather. And this is the first song on it. And I really love it. And I've just listened to it a lot. And that's really it. It's just... There was... You cut out briefly, so I didn't hear uh, when you said the artist. Oh, because oh, I, I didn't. It's uh, oh, Mustard. Sorry. It's DJ Mustard. Oh, that's news. To, that's, I didn't know there was a DJ Mustard. Yep. And this song is featuring Roddy Rich, And I just have listened to it so much. <laughs> it's just... This is like a pure summer jam but i haven't had actual summer things to jam at mm-hmm. so um i just really like this song heather would it be cool if i start referring to dijon mustard as dj mustard? yeah i think so <laughs> except i don't know i think it's gonna fall on deaf ears uh in your house but if you're yes. around me, I'll like it. Okay, I'll, I'll wait till I'm near you and Mustard. I think I like Dijon Mustard. Ooh, let's rank Mustards. Uh, the seedier, the better for me. Yeah, Brown Agreed. Mustard, top ranking. Uh, yellow Mustard, bottom, oh no, Honey Mustard, bottom of the shelf for me. Ooh, interesting. I don't like Honey Mustard, and then above Honey Mustard is just plain Yellow Mustard, which I still like but not a ton but then just like i love like the fancier the spicier the mustard the better for me mm. what about you i like uh i, I agree with the, the i like a seedier i like a spicy i think i go brown Dijon. Yeah. Um, but i do like just a plain yellow for a hot dog i think it just it, it fits it it has its place absolutely yeah the more highlighter colored the better I have a mustard in my fridge right now that's literally, I think, just seeds. Like, it's not even going to turn anything a color. It's just going to put seeds all over it. Yep. Love it. That's it. I had, uh, I had a ham and cheese sandwich the other day that had mustard on it. Yeah. And I, I forgot how good uh, cheese and mustard is together. Oh. Yeah. Well, I also used to hate mustard. And now I've come around to a lot of things recently. I'm trying to make, I was a very picky eater as a kid. I used to just eat cheese and butter sandwiches and that was it. But now <laughs> I would love a cheese and mustard sandwich. Yeah. I also came around to olives. I'm trying to get myself to eat mushrooms. That's my new one. I only like black olives. I don't like green olives. Um, black olives are like ca- black canned olives are not my favorite, but like bougie fancy olives, love them. Yeah. Um, like, I I do like mushrooms though. 
Yeah, I don't like them, but I'm trying. Like, I'm a vegetarian. I need to just get over it and try to like mushrooms. It's, it's a big staple. Yeah. It is. It's tough for me. But um, that's that was it. A sh- that was a short little song. Yeah. It's just like a cool little summer bop. And I love it. Um, yeah. I would love if people would send us the songs that they've been listening to in yeah. summer quarantine, whether it's a summer vibe or not, because this is the weirdest summer for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I would love that though. Cause also I feel like I was saying, I feel like I haven't really been taking in a lot of new stuff. Um, and so that also means I also, because I'm not commuting to work, which is right. usually where I listen to music. I feel like I'm falling very behind in learning about new music. So I would love people to send us stuff. Have the releases picked up or like, cause I know that everything stopped at the beginning, but slowly it feels like things are starting to trickle out now. Music wise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I actually have no gauge on that, really. I'm not sure. And stuff's definitely coming out. Um, I don't really have my pulse, on, my finger on the pulse of that to start with. So yeah, I don't really know. But yeah, stuff's definitely coming out. Um, but yeah, would love people to send us whatever, whether it's new or not, what they've been listening to. For sure. Um, cool. Well, that's it. That's our summer playlist. You can we'll link it in the show notes. Um, and put it with all our other playlists on yeah, Spotify. You can, you can jam out to Enya anytime you want. <laughs> anytime. Yeah, you can jam out to this truly weird summer playlist. <laughs> just like, it, it'll play, you can play it in order, but it'll sound like you've just shuffled all of music. Yeah, 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 correct. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, where can people find you online, Ramsey? You can find me on Twitter as the best spot at Ramsey E-S-S. Heather, how about you? At Heather Shea on all the things. Give us a review on iTunes. Recommend stuff for us to listen to at ifyourlistening.com. Uh, you can contact us there. You can see old episodes. It's all there waiting for you. Perfect. <laughs> That's it, I guess. We have finished the episode. So now we say goodbye. Bye.